It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Monday, 5.01 here on Fan Run Radio. It's time for the Top 5 at 5. It's brought to you this afternoon by Knoxville Smiles. Tucker Harlan, hit it. Thank you, Russell. At number one, Baseball America has released its preseason All-American team, and four Vols made it. Pitcher Drew Beam is on the first team. First baseman Blake Burke is on the second team. And third baseman Billy Amick and second baseman Christian Moore are on the third team. How confident are we Blake Burke snaps out of whatever happened to him last year? Uh, on a scale, what's what's our scale? Like 10 is, yeah, he's going to be an All-American, and one is going to be really struggles. I'm at about an 8.5 to a 9. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be a seamless season. There's going to be peaks and valleys, but I, I feel pretty good about him. Uh, I mean, I'm, I got faith in um, – coach and his staff and and Burke for that matter I wonder if the the lineup being so much more dynamic this year will take some of the pressure off him it it felt like the way he started last season he kind of felt like he had to be the man that Todd Helton factor if you will where it's like I'm just going to put this team on my back and that's a lot of pressure for a sophomore and you know hopefully this year with Amick and Christian Moore and Dryling and Peebles, Bargo, whoever else in the lineup, it's like he doesn't have to do it all himself. He can just be another guy up there hitting the ball hard. At number two, field conditions for the San Francisco 49ers practice facility at UNLV have been met with widespread disapproval from various members of the organization. Oh, I thought you were going to say like it was the rain out there was hampering their thing. So they've gone to UNLV and they're not getting – so the NFL put in a sod field on top of turf field and started laying it just last week when the NFL ordinarily requires Super Bowl practice fields to meet certain standards in December. The NFL hardness score for fields averages 78, with no field being less than 70. Uh, this field that the 49ers are practicing on is considered to be in the 50s. Oh, God. So it's, it's like not concrete. So yeah. How, how is that, though, if they put – sod over turf i imagine the sods just died and turned hard right probably that's what that stuff does yikes i i thought i heard the opposite that it was too soft hmm now if you're playing they're playing that indoors at allegiant right and it's got yes Yes. synthetic turf i would want to go and find some indoor facility that had the synthetic stuff. turf like that. That's, a, I don't that's know, what man, I would those want to practice on. I do not like being on that stuff at all. I, I understand that, I, and I wouldn't want to play on it, but it, it's a Super Bowl, and it's being played on the – I would want to prepare by practicing on the field that I'm going to be playing on. I would, too. I, I, I bet it is too – now, what did you say, Houston? I mean, that would make more sense if it was too soft. That's what I had heard was it's too soft. I could see yeah. that being a which I mean, if it's sitting on top of turf, that kind of makes sense. It's just kind of shifting and sliding, like running on marshmallows. At number three, the Seattle Seahawks have hired Jay Harbaugh as their special teams coordinator. Harbaugh had been Michigan's special teams coordinator since 2017, and he worked with Mike McDonald in Baltimore in 2014 and at Michigan in 2021. Here's another one. We got another one coming. 
Where, where do they keep? Where do they get these Harbaugh's? I guess the the two Harbaugh's are making their own now. Yeah. John and Jim. Uh, well, how many Harbaugh kids were there? Those are the only two I know of. Now we'll we'll see if if, if this one is able to climb the ladder and become a head coach. Three Harbaugh's in the NFL at the same time. Can you imagine? Waiting for the fight to break out. <laughs> at number four, Le'Veon Bell, who hasn't played in the NFL since 2021 is, and has embarked on a boxing career in recent years, expressed his intentions for an NFL return in a series of Snapchat videos posted on Friday nights. And I will only come back for that one team, Bell said. You all know who it is. I don't have to say no team. You all know who it is. Do we? Who? Steelers? I would imagine it's probably the Steelers, but Burn, I consider him a, that bridge. I was gonna say <laughs> he salted the earth behind him. Yeah, he, he decided to go AWOL for what eight weeks. Didn't want to show Cost himself that, I mean, about I'm, sixteen I'm, mil. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're in a lot better shape than ninety eight percent of the people, but I mean, you hadn't played in three years, dude. You were running back. You're done. Yeah, that's that's an odd one. I don't. How old is he? At least thirty something. Because I can remember him being in college in like twenty twelve. Where would he go to college? Michigan State. That's right. He was was he Spartan. on their playoff team? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think was the, the quarterback there Stanton? What Drew Stanton? That, yeah, the, that I team. I think he's a little bit older. Um, Would have been Cousins. No, Cousins was I think a little too old too. Gosh, who was it? It's not Connor Cook. They got Ugh. drilled by Alabama. Yeah. What does he think? Like, uh, the deck stacked against him, right? Running back, been out of the league. You're in your 30, early 30s now. Been out well, of the league the, for three years. You know, the without knowing any of the particulars here, the first thing that kind of pops in my mind is, is this another Antonio Brown, like, dude with his eggs scrambled, popping, yeah. uh, you know, talking. Oh, well. Hope it works out for him. And finally, at number five, a Turkish woman recently filed divorce from her husband, uh, claiming that he rarely showered, smelled of sweat, and brushed his teeth only once or twice per week. Is there a problem with that? Court documents show that, according to witness testimonies, the man took a shower at most once every seven to ten days and only brushed his teeth once or twice a week, which caused his breath to smell, quote, unbearable. Interestingly, some of the man's co-workers agreed to appear as witnesses in this case and stated that his foul body odor made him made working with him torture. Uh, that's just the absolute worst. Worst when that happens. Work with a stinky? So he's going to court over this? Is his wife wants to leave and everything? Yes, or? wife wants to leave because he I think you got to let her go. Bad. Yeah. I think you got to let her go. I force another human being uh Ugh. You just tell tell them like, dude, look, this is up to you. You got to clean up a little bit. What is the average? I mean, I feel like there there are a lot of people here in America who don't take a shower every day, but I don't know what it's like in Turkey. Is this considered third world or is this no, somewhere in between? I mean, if, well, it, places, it, some parts. If you're complaining country. about it for seven to ten days, then I, I I would imagine that you know they probably do shower every day then. I mean, there's parts of Turkey that are kind of, I know, I know what you're saying. I wouldn't call it third world, just more 
Only brush your teeth once or twice a week. Not very modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's well said. They still got well, a lot got, of people I mean, they've nomadically. got a humanitarian crisis there, basically on the border where like the Kurds and everything are. I mean, the, the, they've got some desert dwellers. On, they've got some big cities and everything. I don't want to get into a Bedouins. full geographical right? history lesson here on the show. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, there are metropolitan areas, and then there are, you know, Stone Ages er- yeah. areas. So I, I don't know where this is coming from. But I feel like if you were to file a lawsuit for something like this in Turkey, knowing everything you just said, they're probably better off than most people. There's probably a court of law, so this guy might have like a day job. He might he might have a regular job, family, wife, kids, and he's just going around smelling like a pile of anchovies. Yeah, and even his co-workers are complaining about it. Like, it's not dude. just his wife. So he's so he lives in a sea. He's not a Bedouin. No. Barry's <laughs> <laughs> hung up on the... Well, that's what they're called, Russ. Hey, I hey, like to call things by their right. Yes, it's it's well known. You like to call things by their right name. Well, I I think that it's got to be difficult at some point if a coworker, like a friend, has to pull this guy aside and say, "Listen, Omar, some of the me and some of the guys are talking like you need to take better care of yourself. You smell like a pile of dead fish." Basically, like, like you're, you're killing us, absolutely killing us from your mouth, from your pits, your hair stinks. You tear it, dude. Get up in the morning, wash up, take a shower, brush your teeth. Kind of funky, got a little, de- little deodorant. Well, you, you just give him a, a, a toothbrush, toothpaste, you know, bar soap, some deodorant. Here, here's, like, we got it for you, man. Like, we, we, here, we got you a little care package. Go do it now, use some of this stuff. And uh, and you're good. And by the way, your wife won't want to leave you. You ever had to have a talk with somebody like that? Those are uncomfortable. The the stinky talk? The hygiene talk. I've had to do it a couple times over the no, years. No, but I've made a couple other people have to have them. Like with people that you worked around? and Yeah. Yeah. I've done that too. And I felt bad because you're kind of like talking about someone like, hey, did you notice that like, and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you should say something because I'm not. I just wonder like, that's me. No, no, no. <laughs> By the I way, uh, like Bear, Bear has to talk to you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't you. Bear, Bear. Bear, all right, so, Bear has a serious All right, so if, if I had a body odor issue and I was unaware or just, not addressing it how would you me tactfully yeah how would you address it like with you no like, like we're we don't know each other like we know each other you're just oh, a guy in the you're building. an employee yeah. um God, it's been so long so i had to very carefully if you're talking to an employee you have to very polite and especially if it's like a cultural thing how do you politely yeah. tell somebody they stink um, oh God, that's a great question. That's like that. Uh, hey, I, this is what I would I'd be like. Hey, something's kind of come up. Some of your coworkers, um, you smell like ass. No, I, I said that a lot of people have noticed that your personal you know, personal hygiene's been slipping, and we are a restaurant or bar. <laughs> Or, you know, service. radio station. Like, we got people. You got co workers. I'm in just close telling proximity. you what I had to say. This is where I was at. I was like, so you got it. I had a lot of hippie kids work for us. And I'd be like, look. But with the hippie kids, it got to the point that it was like, dude, patchouli oil is not 
not deodorant. Not deodorant. That's not a bath. Patchouli is not deodorant. Go wash your, wash everything, and put on deodorant. I've sent people home. But now if it's a cultural thing, because I have been in that situation where it was somebody from, uh, you know, from a culture where they don't, you know, they've got different personal hygiene than Americans do. Once And some of it's like diet, you know. Yeah. There's just a lot of different things. Yeah. Well, all I know is Top 5 at 5 is brought to you by Knoxville Smiles. And any if if any of you ruffians go in there and 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 we appreciate you, you let them know that hey you, you heard us talk about family. Take yourself a shower and brush up, wash up before you go. Brush in your there. teeth we, more than uh, once or twice uh, we, a week. We we don't want people going in there saying that yeah I was listening to Fan Run and the poor dental hygienist is over there about to pass out from the toxic fumes emanating from your body. I just assume don't. Like anytime I'm going to the doctor anywhere, any kind of appointment like that, you you bathe. My mom used to, she instilled, I, I still do this, but like when we would go to the dentist as kids, like she would pick us up from school and she would have like our toothbrushes and stuff and we would go into the restroom at the dentist office yeah. and brush our teeth. For, yeah. Which, which always like, which always confused me. Because I'm like, Mom, aren't we here to get our teeth cleaned professionally or the the guy with the thing and the picks and, and all that stuff? Like, why would I do because the crummy it's... job that I'm going to do when I'm, go- I'm, I'm about to go over to the Picasso of dealing with teeth here? But now as an adult, like particularly with kids, I get it because you have – like your kids, you just have no idea what their, what their mouths are. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, well, it's, just, it's gross. It's just but... a matter of being polite. To the dentist. Well, it's like washing your hands. It's it's that, but it's also you don't want the dentist to pass judgment on you as a parent, like because if the, the let's be not, let's be real, that's what it is. If the kid's not brushing the teeth, like you're not going to get mad at the kid. You're, you get mad at mom and dad. That's dad's fault. Because as somebody like my my wife goes to sleep before me, so I'm like in charge. The 16 year old, she's on her own right now, right? But Ooh. the nine year old, I still have to. It's like, dude, brush your teeth. Uh, toothbrush and jammy time that's what we call it toothbrush and jammy time you get toothbrush your pajamas on toothbrush and jammy time and they never do it <laughs> so like you got to go make sure uh, how i see them I, boys I, I, I catch space cadets at between, oh yeah like eight well, to I, 10. i'll catch them too like i'll be like did you brush your teeth yeah <laughs> did you yeah we smell I'll, your breath well no i'll say <laughs> i'm gonna go over there and test your toothbrush and see if it's wet the old uncle buck routine and, and uh and I busted him on that before, and and one time I said, "I'm going to go touch your toothbrush." He said, "I'll do it." <laughs> he wasn't even going to wait for me to go test it. Because uh, newsflash, it's not always Honest Friday when you're dealing with your children. Hmm. Huh. I didn't. Have, one of my nephews. Just don't let him start just running it under the water to trick you. One of my, one of my. I didn't nephews, even he, thought uh, about that, HK. Thank you, but I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, I, I might have to take it up a notch too. You see, you have the devious criminal mind. You, you oh, just pass it on. Like, put the toothbrush under the water. Yeah, just wet it and put it back. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Bob, just go ahead and brush your teeth. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't. I had a nephew. He went through a phase where he didn't want to take a shower. It's a point where he would go turn the shower on and stand uh. in the corner. 
and then turn it off like 10 minutes later. And now he's like, he went from that being kind of a pig pen kind of kid to like, like a three shower a day guy. Oh, uh, two, but I mean, he's never hair out of place. Yeah. Perfectly manicured and groomed. <laughs> he was a stinky kid, didn't like taking showers. 865 546 8200, your number to get on the show this afternoon as we break down. A victorious weekend for Big Orange Country. Tennessee fans riding the high after the eighth win all-time at Corrupt Arena in Lexington where cheating was invented. Ironically, on a week where Tennessee has been accused of cheating by the mealy-mouthed NCAA, who they will see in court tomorrow as a judge weighs the state's request for a temporary restraining order that would keep the NCAA from enforcing its NIL-related rules until a federal judge hears arguments from each side on February the 13th. That is a week from tomorrow. So that is moving forward. And so is Tennessee basketball. Big win keeps them ranked sixth in all the major polls. And now... This is one of those hold serve weeks. You're going to be big favorites against LSU and A&M on the road, and you got to find a way how to grind out these victories. And I think we've we've found that there are no easy victories in the SEC this year. Mm-mm. We got to take care of business this next stretch. Um, we need to have a workmanlike attitude and just go out and get it done. Cannot afford to drop any of these games. These next was it four Tucker? We've got eight games left. I thought we had yeah. 10 left, right? Uh, so, it's either 8 or 9. Well, about halfway through conference play. It's 10, roughly. 10. There we go. We got 10 games left. So, uh, LSU so, Wednesday, A&M. Saturday. So, the next, the next six before we hit that final the final four stretch there. LSU at home, at A&M, Arkansas and Fayetteville, Vanderbilt at home, Missouri and Como, and then A&M here. And then, yeah, then it's Auburn, Bama, at South Carolina, Kentucky. One at a time. We take them one at a time. And take care of LSU and their, their Oak Ridger coach. Just doesn't feel like he's getting much traction down there, does it? They look good this weekend, but it was against Arkansas. So To me, they're kind of like what Georgia was last season. They were in a situation this season before where you really had nowhere to go but up the next season. Yeah. They're beating people this year, but they're not going to do anything down the road, I don't L- feel like. A little surprised at Missouri. They're yeah. very surprised. They're bad. Yeah. Winless still, you lo- correct? You lose at Vanderbilt. You're yeah. Bad. That's South just... Carolina reminds me a lot of what I thought Missouri was going to be this year. Yeah. After last year. I think that's a fair comparison. Quick timeout. The drive continues. We'll get back to the busy, busy phone lines when we continue. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board. The drive continues on Fan Run Radio. The drive. White Claw to. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Russell Smith, Houston Crest, Bear, Tucker Harlan at your service for another 30 minutes or so. We got the Overtime Boys set to come in here and take you through the 8 p.m. hour. 
confirmation the Andy Griffith show was actually filmed in California. Okay, I wasn't sure. It's interesting. Huh? So, so such Ma- a Mount- quintessentially southern show well, filmed in Mount Airy is the town. It was. I, I wasn't. I was never sure where it was filmed, but that actually kind of makes some sense now when I think about some of the trees they had in the. Like it blew my mind. Uh, I just finished watching it. Remember at NYPD Blue. Yeah. Except for stock exterior shots. California. All filmed in Burbank. Yeah. Gosh, it's wild. Now, Law and Order is that's all New York, right? Because they do street shots with the cast. Has to be. I think so. Okay. That's cost prohibitive to film up there. Um, slightly unrelated and very quickly. The National Labor Relations Board Regional Director in Region 1 has just concluded that Dartmouth men's basketball players are classified as employees of Dartmouth, and the players can now vote on unionization. Who's now, what? Who determined that? The National Labor Relations Board Director in Region 1. So essentially, Dartmouth went to the Labor Relations Board and said, we think we're considered employees. The NCAA said, no, you're not. And the board said, yep. They sure are. So now unionization might be afoot. Just, I feel like we we've gotten to that precipice a couple of times through the years. Oh yeah, Northwestern. Northwestern was the big one, right? It's inevitable. But the the labor, I'm uh, when people start talking about like labor law and stuff, my eyes just glaze over. It goes <laughs> over my head, but. Like that's just that's the unions itself. Like the people who the unions are basically saying, "Oh yeah, you can be a union," but does a court have any say in that? Well, I think that, it does as far as if you can be considered employees or not. What's now the, they may have what's to take the labor it to the board? Next that's step. A, is that a union? Whoever made this? To, who who are the people that made the determination? Are they a government entity? That's a fair question. I didn't mean to get into it. I just thought it was interesting. Well, we're here now, on. buddy. Smack dab in the so middle that, of it. That's New Hampshire. Obviously, Dartmouth. Where everything happens. Is that the Granite State? Well, uh, I, I would just say that that is a union-heavy part of the country. Okay. Um, New Hampshire is? New Hampshire is? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about New Hampshire, New York, Vermont. Pull yeah. up the website. It says an official website of the United States government on here uh-huh, at the very yeah, top. So. I, would, I would think that it would be like, when I think of union states, I think like the Rust Belt, like Michigan, Ohio, where mm-hmm. they had industry. United Auto Workers, Pennsylvania. I feel like that's the way it used to be. Now I think it's like more like New York, California. Yeah. When I when I worked in New York, like the first two weeks, we had to explain to everyone that we weren't in a union, and they got like really mad at us. Like why? Like I was from Tennessee. We don't do that. (laughs) They're like, what? You don't pay dues? We're like, no. We get to keep our job. <laughs> They're like, this is crazy, brother. That was weird. The, we, don't, I, don't touch that bridge. That's work a for, union job. Uh, Do you never work at UPS? No. Like, the Teamsters are are in there. Really? Yeah, and, like, if you don't uh, – they kind of they like for you to join the union. But, oh, yeah. It's like, it's like a pretty – But you guys know me. If you tell me I have to do something, yeah. I'm like, yeah, nah. Bear in the union, be buried have next you, to Jimmy Hoffa. I, I'm not asking you this as like a. I'm not trying to like catch you or anything. Have you ever done like anything where there were union workers or not? Like you were, no, no. you were not a scab. You asking Russell? No, ever scabs scabbed? are like anti. No, I, I've never had any sort of so, professional contact. I with just the union. went to do a job. I wasn't pro union, anti union. I was just doing a job. And what, what kind of work is this? 
Uh, I worked on um, industrial windmills in upstate New York. I was quality control. I wasn't like a big deal. Okay. But so like late in the day, we'd have to clean up. Did you have any idea? Like I I just assumed Houston was a Knoxville lifer like us. I only did it for four months. You had a little. Are you talking like those gigantic windmill things? Yeah, they they were 300 feet high. I you ever get up on top of one? Oh, yeah. I'll show you the pictures. It's fun. you seen that picture where the two guys... Uh, yeah, and they warned us about that. Well, that that was actually like the best time of the entire summer when they would call a lightning stand down. If there's lightning within like 50 miles, they're just like, you're done. And we just have to sit around for like two so, hours So let me ask you, I'm glad this came up because since I've seen that picture, it's haunting. You know the picture we're talking about? I have about? no idea what you're talking yeah. about. There's two I, guys I like so. working on a windmill like he's talking about, and it catches fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sometimes they'll Why? overheat, and sometimes yeah. they'll get struck by lightning. And if the fire's on the inside of the, the vestibule, which is the capsule at the top, yeah. you can't get back in, and you can only climb up to okay. get out. Because well, one of the dudes well, burned, me, the other one jumped. Yeah. Right? Call me crazy. Uh, why would you not put parachutes on guys like that? <laughs> It's funny you mention that. There's mm-hmm. actually a new technology they're coming out, which um, there, there's now short flight parachutes that they're working on. And, uh, of course, this is in China. There is a drone backpack where you press a button. As you're plummeting to your death. Well, no, it's... It's got a drop scene. It. It's, it's considered like you would time the jump. And so you press the button and the backpack kind of arms itself and then when you jump, the altimeter in your backpack recognizes uh, that you've reached, you know, like 20 miles an hour and uh-huh. fall, and a drone pops out of your backpack and, like, lowers you to the ground. Go, go, gadget, helicopter. I mean, essentially, that's exactly that's what, it what it is. It is. Yeah. It's pretty wild. But no, it's, uh, but it, it's just funny because late in the day, you'd have to clean up the yard, which is, you know, the main hub. And we were, we were just wanting to go home. So we're doing extra stuff, like helping guys carry. They're like, hey, that's a union job. You don't touch that because they want the hours. Those guys are like, I'll work 24 hours a day if I can to get so, paid for every so hour. So you got you to gotta wait for, for these lazy asses to come in there and do their work before you can go home. Yes. Yeah, I like I, I like our way better. I, I, yeah. I, I know like people, employers can become abusive, and there are times when, yes, when yeah. labor unions definitely make sense. But, but then gener- the inverse is also true, and they milk it. Well, generally speaking, like I, I just want to be able to do what I want to do. Yeah. I wanna- yeah, I want a big Teamster guy. So, I don't need. But it is it is useful because I, I did it did this this guy where he was getting there was a boss that just didn't like this guy, and it, it got to be a thing, and then the the union stepped in. TJ, the Kentucky fan, is next. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, TJ, how you doing, bud? Hey, win, lose, or draw, you know me, I always call. I don't care. Good game. Congratulations. You know, it, there for about um, until about the six-minute mark, I think, it was actually a good game. Tennessee would go on a 10-0 run. Kentucky would go on a 12-0 run. We'd get it within three. We'd get it within one. We'd get it within four. Tennessee would pull away. Kentucky would come back. You know, and then – uh, when Dillingham and I forgot the other guy's name for Tennessee, when they got in that little tussle, and then Bradshaw's seventeen-year-old dumb, you know what, pushed them in the back. I turned the game off at that point because I just knew a little freshman just woke up a sleeping giant, and Tennessee was just going to rip our heads off after that. I just knew it. I was like, oh, 
that was stupid. <laughs> and I just turned it off after that. Um, you know, it, it started, I think, in 2019. I think that was the COVID year, 19 to 20, may have been 20 to 21. But not sure if you know, there's some rumblings. Um, I mean, there have been, but Uh-oh. let's be honest. Let's be honest. In the last four years, Moorhead State leads all college basketball programs in the state of Kentucky with wins. Oh. Moorhead State. Whoa. Maybe now, you should hire their coach. I get it. Calipari, I get it. You, you've, won, you've been to like two or three championships. You've won one of them. You've been to five Final Fours, something like that, seven Elite Eights, whatever it is. Cool. But what have you done in the last five years? You have one tournament win in the last five years. Is that one. it? Just what you've won. Wait, Kentucky has won one NCAA tournament game in the last five years? Yes. How many right? Yeah. How many SEC tournament games have you guys won? That was the other part of it too. Y'all have oh, won a I don't whole know. lot of it can't be. I mean, that one year, I think it was the year after COVID, we got put out on a Friday night against Vanderbilt. That was a fun I think that game. that was It was, wasn't it? I think Vandy put Kentucky out last season, and then Tennessee did the year before. We did the Kennedy. A&M. We, we put you guys out with Kennedy State. Chandler. Was that 22? Or was that 21? That's 22. Yeah, so here's my thing. Look, I know – Tennessee fans, oh, regular season Rick Barnes compared to March Madness. Hey, look, I get it. We all been there, but seriously, what have you done for me lately? Because you ain't doing nothing for me now. Are you are you done? But hey, good win. Are you done, TJ? Sounds like you're done. I'm going to say this. You done with Cal? If we get put out, if we get put out in the first weekend of March this year, I'm completely done. Zero percent done off one of God. I'll help pay the thirty-three million dollar buyout, whatever it takes. If you don't make it to the Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight, and on the flip side, if I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm going to admit y'all got a good team this year, great chemistry. I love it. If I'm a Tennessee fan and we don't get to at least the Elite Eight, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be upset. Y'all got a good team, man. Good team. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. Like what he said about the elite eight. Like if if we don't at least make it to the elite eight, I'm I'm going to be mad. I'm not going to be like let's fire the coach, mad or anything. Yeah. But if, if our team is healthy and and oh, we're, no, no, no. we're together and and we don't make it to the elite eight, that's gonna, I'm going to be very disappointed. I'd be mad. Y'all got a good team, but hey, anyway, go win. Good grief, Calipari. Hopefully you can beat Vanderbilt tomorrow night. But if not. You're looking at playing Vanderbilt and then Gonzaga. That's four losses in a row. Help. Y'all have a good one. Let's go Commodores. Yeah, just looking at it. 1920, tournament got canceled. Now they were first in the league. Missed it in 2021. Round of 64 exit in 21-22. Round of 32 last year. And then now they're 15-4, and 5-2 and two in the conference. Mm, the St. Mary's game was that the They're Kentucky Crisis three. Hotline? Yeah, which blew up in our face because we lost to the Michigan day. the next day. But still a lot of fun. 
I just, the best laid plans. I mean, they, they um, I, I don't know, man. They, they should be better. The, the play no defense thing is, is interesting to me because uh, they, he, he usually has been pretty good. Like, say what you will about Cal and Kentucky. He coaches his kids up hard. They, they always play hard on defense, and it don't look like they were playing that hard. I think he's the inverse of Rick when it comes to that with a new team. Rick's like, we're going to teach defense and we'll bring the offense along. And I think Cal's, we're going to score, score, go, go, and we'll bring the defense along. Mm. I, I think they're going to get better as the season goes on if well, they have, can kind of uh, hold it together a little bit and they got to get healthy too. He doesn't have uh, – he didn't replace Sheway. That's his biggest That's, problem. Yeah, they don't have a rim protector at all. With well, they Shibway. thought it'd be yeah, Yenzo. And he had that, what do you have, eight blocks against Florida, right? Eight blocks, I think. They still lost. No, I know. And they thought, okay, this is he's coming into his own. And then against you know us, he goes zero blocks, two points. And, and uh, well, then the other guy. The, I'm sorry, he had four blocks. Pretty the, good, 18 the minutes. Like Serbian is sick. I mean, what's what's he got? Like, But he was on the bench. So and he warmed up. So it's not like he's got COVID or they, anything. Yeah, they were talking about him warming up and said he looked fine. He popped off against Georgia, but it's kind of been invisible since yeah. then. I don't know. That might be a stylistic Rosh, thing. I don't know Rosh if I buy Plosvich that he was sick. Kind of, I don't think I buy that he's sick. He, I mean, I will well, say Wagner's ankle's definitely jacked, or else he would have played. I wonder if he's done. I wonder if he's just like get halfway through the season, just get me to the draft. Mm. Let me shut it down. So Has he done enough to too. be drafted highly? I mean, I'm sure somebody would take him, but. I just uh, what about I don't the know if kid, you risk a setback uh, at this point. That's one that makes me feel so old. Like you remember his dad? Like yeah, his dad yeah. played for Cal at Memphis. Yeah. Like when Lofton and those guys were playing, he yeah. must have been like sixteen when he had him. What? I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. That's who that kid's dad yeah. is. It's Dewan Wagner Jr. That's his son. Jesus. How? Yeah, he had to have been fifteen or sixteen. That wasn't that long. What is it? What? 16 years ago, I guess. Right? 2008? Yes. He's 41. So, 21, 22, 3. Yeah. So, when he was playing against us at Memphis, he had a kid. I mean, it's it's 2024. Yeah. <laughs> Time has just elapsed. That is true. When we continue, we'll select our North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball player of the week time for a few more phone calls as well if you want as if you want to chime in 865-546-8200 your number to get on board 546-8200 back to wrap things up right after this Fan Run Radio, the drive continues, wrapping up on a Monday, Monday, Monday afternoon edition of the show, live from the old White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, as uh, we say goodbye to the facility that has served us so well for the past eight years or so, and uh, looking forward to making... I just feel like we ought to play sad music when whenever you start talking about this. I'm not handling this well at all. You're, you're going to be Okay. I'll remember you, old rundown station. I'm telling you, like, somebody's going to – we're not knocking this building over. Like, somebody's going to, you know, have to – up. you could be the 
I won't forget you, Charlotte, the Black Widow that's lived under the mixing console. Yeah. Groundskeeper Bear. He just lives... Uh, the neighborhood kids will tell stories about who's that scary old man who lives down by the cinder block shack with the big antenna sticking out of it. That's groundskeeper bear. Legends had it he killed four guys during the blizzard of 93. Don't go over there. A lot of good times in this place, Russ. A lot of good times. Well, we'll have uh, good times in the new place, I'm sure. All right, it's time for our North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. It's time for the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Brought to you by North Knox Siding and Windows. Call 865-689-0505 for a free estimate or go online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com. Some great performances, high school basketball last week. Javin Carter from Alcoa. 34 points and an 81-61 win over Gatlinburg Pittman on Friday. Then he turned around and had another 30-point game, 32, and a 79-62 win over Austin East in the Tornado's big week. Devin Martin over at West, 29 points, 7 rebounds, 5 steals, 2 blocks, and a 91-75 win over William Blunt on Tuesday. He also had 19 points. Nine rebounds and four blocks in a 73-72 win over Bearden on Saturday. How does that strike you, Crest? Put a T on the end right there? I did. Yep. That's, uh, that's pretty solid. Natalia Hodge from Bearden. I keep hearing this gal's name. She's having a monster season over there. 35 points, Yee. five rebounds, three steals, three assists, and a 52-44 win over Farragut on Friday. Also had 11 points, six steals, three rebounds in a win over Hardin Valley. And 19 points in a win over William Blunt for them. 70-49 for the Lady Bulldogs. But this week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week is Webb's Drake Ingram. 22 points as they won the Battle of West Knoxville. 65-52 over Catholic last week. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That one has come to over there on Cedar Bluff. You just let the Webbies come in there and push you around. I'm not participating in this right now. <laughs> this is a sponsored segment. Where? <laughs> all right. We have they come. We have, do not do not make me wade into this into the gutter with you. Where, on this. Where's BJ and Tomba when you need them? Blue cane. Ain't, ain't any more. Ain't more. B. Mays Elite Kids over at Catholic. Congratulations, Drake Ingram of Webb. This week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Folks, anything on the outside of your house, you got old windows, you got old siding, need it to be replaced, need to get it fixed up, want your house looking right in 2024? Call North Knox Siding and Windows they're our number one choice for all your home exterior projects. If you've been putting it off, now is the time to give them a call and schedule a free estimate. That's how it starts, folks. They come out to your house, take a look around, and give you an estimate for free. NorthKnoxSidingAndWindows.com. Contact them there or just call 865-689-0505. Tell them Fan Run Radio sent you North Knox Siding and Windows. 
See where uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad got himself popped the week of the Super Bowl. Says so third DUI. What's he looking at? Two to ten? Two to ten years. Is that uh, – this may sound dumb. Is that negotiable with like a big old payment? Or is this just – he's gone. Feels like it might be a little bit of a distraction for the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know what the how that works down there. You you always hear like, oh, this guy it was his eighth DUI, yeah. he slammed into a family of four. Like I I don't I, three two to ten sounds fine to me. Like like if that's your third DUI, I'm all in favor of second oh, chances. No, yeah, we all make mistakes. Your third DUI, bro, you need to go away for a while. You think about yourself. Is it, it doesn't need to get to four or five. I mean, clearly a guy who's got a big problem with alcohol. And also the means, means to, to Uber and get a lift. Like, there's just – there's no reason for there, it. There's no reason for anybody in, in no, this No, I, I agree. I it, agree. It's just – it's ludicrous. I have no – I mean, there's just no sympathy at all. We, we know so much about it, how impaired driving affects – well, and then obviously, like the accidents—not only your, you, and your family, but who you encounter—it's no excuse for it. Most it, most rides it, here in the city of Knoxville. It's at least his third, right? At least three. You know, it's the third time he's been caught. caught. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, no ride here in Knoxville. I mean, even during you know fifteen twenty bucks versus you're looking at for a DUI. I would imagine well over $10,000 by the time you get done paying a, a lawyer and court costs and your insurance is going to go through the roof. Well, yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I would even go so far as to say there needs to be some sort of, you know, federal law. Like, it's, you get, you know, third DUI, you don't get to have a license anymore. Like, you don't get to drive. No. Like, your, your first time, like, there should be a stiff penalty. Your second time, it's like, okay, man, you need to go sit in time out for a year and, and think about this because this is clearly a problem. And by the way, there's not going to be a, th- you know, fourth time. Having, having third time, like, you don't get to drive anymore. Right. Man, you ought to, I mean, it's one year at a federal work camp. Make them, make them work. Staying on the uh, Debbie Downer side of the news, saw where uh, King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. Is going to be King uh, King William soon, huh? I was saying, like, poor guy. Like he, he was he was second in line for like his whole life. She mom, would never come off that, would she? His mom passes. He gets to sit in the big chair for like two years. And <laughs> the big C. What kind? Yeah, they're not saying anymore. Uh, I mean, I got so many new drugs now. As long as they catch it. Well, you would think a guy like that would have access to all the latest and greatest. Yes, he's not waiting. He's not caught up in a waiting list, and (laughs) he's not on the what do they call it? The NHS National Health Registry. Yeah, Yeah. he has his own doctors. So, finally, sticking on the uh, cancer theme. Well, hold on. (laughs) Oh, good. I got got another cancer story. Yeah, go ahead. Would you abdicate if you'd been in that situation? What if I were if I had cancer I was going to no. die? If you had been the queen, Queen Russell, and you know, little man, we're you know he wanted to be king. No, I, I, as long as I got my mental faculties, ain't nobody going to be king as good as me. 
I know what I'm doing. I mean, I love my kids, but let's be honest. We saw what happened when Joffrey took over. Yeah. Is there anything you're just going to turn over to the Cub while no. you're still alive? Besides, like, mowing the yard? Let's see. Like, labor stuff? No. You want to hear my next cancer story? Yeah. I just love cancer stories. But yeah, come on. Let's go. A social media post claiming that an Indian actress had died due to cervical cancer and a subsequent video announcing that she was very much alive has sparked a furious debate on the ethical conundrums surrounding online publicity campaigns. On Friday, Indian erotic actress Poonam Pandey What yep. what is an erotic on actress? Her, excuse me. What's an erotic actress? You said Indian erotic Tucker, actress. Tucker, can, can you show him some videos or something? You pull something on her phone and lighten her friend Poon, over here. Poonam Pandy. Poonam Pandy. Yeah. yeah. Go look at the film. Put on on her Instagram that the 32 year old actress had bravely fought the disease and died. Many trusted the post. News outlets reported the news of her death within minutes, and social media was full of tributes for the actress. Uh, she's acted in a few films, caused some controversy in the past. In 2011, the actress promised to strip naked if the Indian cricket team won the World Cup. She didn't. But um, so just she, a day after her death, a liar. just a day after her death, Pandy posted a video saying that she had, quote, faked her demise and that the Instagram post for her 1.3 million followers was part of a social media campaign to create awareness about cervical cancer. Hmm. She's doing it to create awareness. Yeah, that was, that was dumb as hell. Did we not know that cervical cancer existed before this? Why not? Uh, there's, there's a lot of different <laughs> ways silent she, could, killer. she could bring attention to it without pretending you've got... You know how superstitious I am. I'd never, I would never begin to pretend to have something like that. Quote, suddenly we are all talking about cervical cancer, aren't we? Miss Pandy says in the video, adding that she was proud about what the news of her death was, quote, able to achieve. No, we're not. Cervical cancer is often called a silent killer because it shows no noticeable symptoms in its early stages. After breast cancer, it is the second most common cancer in women in India, with about 77,000 dying from the disease every year. That's a lot of people. That's a lot. They need to get vaccinated for HPV, the human papillomavirus. Well. Didn't think I could put on my stethoscope today, did you? Huh? 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 I mean, you pulled that off better than your attempt at legal analysis earlier. That Shut was up. I'm still. Regrettable. I'm still, hey, bye. still workshopping that. Yeah. Because they don't vaccinate themselves for the human... Uh, how do you say it? Uh, you just said it! Why are you I asking him? No, 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 that's what I was, I was literally about to ask. What did you call it? It's a human papavila? Loma. Papillomavirus. Melva? <laughs> Mulva? Mulva. But yeah, it is a silent Pap killer. Papilloma, yeah. Most cancer is. That's why you should get regular screenings. Of your cervix. No. Do you have one? 
Like, there's a specific screening you need to get. There's a screening you need to get. There's but, a screening you need to get. For what? Certain types of cancer. Wait, we're all different? Uh, you two specifically, yeah. Him What's different so about us? What Some of the habits you have. Like what? One of you's going to be prone to lung cancer. Give, give it to me straight, Doc. Stop beating around the bush. I don't smoke. You don't vape. Somebody does. I've been concerned about him for a long time. Occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> Occasionally a segment. All right, all right. A little, bed, <laughs> a little, a little bedside man, no, please. No, I'm being nice this guy, Russ. It's time. It's, oh it's my tough God. turkey yeah, time for you. Don't play this game with me. Terrible. I know things. Because like, I love you, and I, I want you to be around you know for a things? Was that a threat? Were you going to blackmail me? If I have to. I'm unblackmailable. There are was some that things threat? that I wouldn't want. <laughs> was that a threat? <laughs> there are some things that I... Russ is one of like a handful of people that I would contemplate just keeping uh, just to keep stuff from him. Hmm. End up in a shallow grave. That creek. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Tucker. Thank you, Houston. Overtime Bill and the boys are up next from 6 until 8 on many of these fine fan-run affiliates. We'll do it again tomorrow here on The Draft.